Welcome to the Fergus Falls Business Spotlight Podcast, the show that takes a deep dive into local businesses and the individuals that run our community. To guide you along the way, here's your host, Jacob Bittner. Welcome. Welcome. Miss Lauren Carlson, how are you doing? Hi, you guys. I'm so excited to be here and like 75% nervous too. Good, good. That's that's <laughs> uh, that's typically how they come in here. 75% nervous, okay, 25% 95% excited. 95% nervous. No, but we have the cure for nerves yes, here in-house today. We have, um, you know, we're putting Stumbinos on the back burner for this episode. They get a lot of shout outs here and, and well-deserved shout outs, but... This episode is brought to you by Fergus Brewing and Outstate Brewing, teaming up here to uh, bring us a array of Fergus b- Fergus beers. So you guys can't see this, but it is very pretty. It's beautiful. These cans are gorgeous. It is beautiful. Uh, we do it good here in Fergus, and so this episode's going to be a little bit different. I good. think I think people expected it to be different. They, a lot of people, people are ready for this. A lot of people that I've talked to and said that I'm doing an interview with you, they're like, oh, that's going to be a good one. That'll, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be an interview. So I'm excited. I've only got to. This I've, is going to be hot, you guys. I've, I don't think I've really talked to you prior to this, no, which never. is perfect. Yeah. So besides just saying hi. So you guys, uh-huh. um, what are we what are we drinking here? You loved it. You you took a first sip of this it here. This is great. Okay. Yep. So this is a sour. Yep. It one is. One of your the, favorites yep, from we have, Brewing. This is coming back on the podcast. This is the second time that this dinner days blueberry muffin sour ale has been on the podcast. Um, it's Andy, so good. Andy brought this over when uh, when he did his interview, and it's so delicious. It's mm-hmm. so easy to drink, so sweet. You get that cake, that blueberry. It truly is, and mm. I am not usually gravitating towards sour beers. Not super but sour. This is. It's very smooth. Yeah, and it smells like a bakery. You cannot go wrong. You just smell your glass and you're in love. Throughout the episode, we've got what? uh, Six beers, eight beers, six, seven, eight beers to go through. So we'll we'll be taste testing some beers, (laughs) reviewing some beers. But um, I do need to get a shout out to my other sponsor, uh, Swan Lake Resort and Campground. It's finally happening. This uh, this episode, I think it's uh, they said um, May 1st is when they are starting to open things up out there. Um, And Jake the uh one of the owners out there is doing a um strength and conditioning course for like teen oh, athletes cool. or like local athletes i have, would go out on a limb and say if you have a teen who needs to get in shape and wants to also have fun and not just like hate getting in shape mm-hmm. there's no better program that you could put your kid through than going and send them out to Jake. Yeah. He's a, he's a fun, energetic young guy. They're going to do a lot of fun things out there, paddle boarding races and disc golfing and just like, um, more, uh, like outdoor activity, yeah. uh, workouts for those kids. So get your kids signed up for that for sure. Swan Lake is one of my favorite lakes in Ottertail County too. It's great. Like the topography of the lake is so interesting. It's clean and it's usually overlooked. So fun lake. Yeah. So let's get into here um, a little bit about your background or you can give me some just opening statements. Okay. Yeah. Are you past your nerves? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's just talk a little bit about growing up. Okay. Where you're from, Fergus? I'm from here. So I usually joke that I'm an Aborigine. I was born in 85 here, like a stone's throw away from Western Township. Um, I graduated from high school in 04. And when I was going to high school, like as a typical high schooler in rural Minnesota, I could not wait to get out of here. I'm just right. chomping at the bit. Like this town is not for me. I do not love this it, it felt like a suffocation at the time. So graduated high school, went to cosmetology school. Where'd you go to cosmetology school? I went, well, it's unfortunately now no longer in business, but it was called Ingenue School of Beauty in Moorhead, Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. And it was like a 12, 13 month program, which is really appealing as a high school student compared to looking at four years of college. Yep. Like four years and no math. Right. Okay, fine. Sign me up. So you grew up in Fergus and then moved mm-hmm. to Moorhead, 
for moved to Moorhead. Yeah. And, and okay. literally like never wanted to come back to Fergus Falls ever. Yeah. I mean, for holidays and to see my family. Yeah. And then I found myself pregnant okay. and I'm 19 and okay. I'm like, what, what in the world am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot do this. I had just graduated school and all of a sudden, like life just slapped me in the face. Life got really real. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I, you know, I obviously chose to keep the baby, but I, my whole perspective changed about my community, Fergus Falls, Minnesota, mm-hmm. rural living in just a blink of an eye. And I knew that, okay, so I do not want to live in a mini metro area, you know, where right. I was living then. And yep. I'm like, I need to move home hmm. because this girl right here did not even know how to change a diaper. <laughs> like, I'm not the babysitting type. Yeah. I don't know that it, that you really learn how to change a diaper until you have a baby. Yeah, I, that's I think that like, be true. cause you always have that out. Like I pass like yeah. as an uncle, as an uncle, I pass, you know, I don't know how but, you would do it if it's not your own either. Like, so, that's not good. um, talk, do you I want to kind of crack another one of these beers. Mm-hmm. I, we, there's more of this blueberry Do muffin it. too, if you want more of that, but I'm going to move we must on. Let's try another. We're going to go light to light to heavy here. So yeah. we're going to go with the summer shandy. Sorry. Oh man. They're going to hate me for calling it the summer shandy. Sorry, Dan, the shore lunch shandy. I'm going to get, oh. I'm going to get executed. <laughs> one, one thing that Dan Mohagen from outstate Tommy, that was really important because we were, we were in his beer lab or whatever they call it. And he, he's going to kill me for calling it a beer lab too. <laughs> Sorry guys, Dan and Pat. He's like, try a sour. And I'm like, no, I'm not really, I'm not a sour girl. And he was like, you have to taste at least three, three sips of it to really get your taste buds open to the true flavor of the sour beer. And okay. I'm like, what, why is that not in like the Bible dictionary of beer? That's so important. So I, I started like listening to Dan and trying, you know, a few sips of sours and I'm like, okay, they go down way better when you're not just having a sip of someone's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like the, uh, the sours that are coming, coming out of town here. I'm excited Mm -hmm. to, I did, I did this shore, this shore lunch isn't a sour. It's just a, just an easy drinking lemonade shandy. I don't really have much else to say about it, but it's time for, it's time for, this is like the season of the so shandy. Time to crack this, is, the shandy. <laughs> this is the yeah. season of the shandy. Snow so. is melting. Here we go. Um, so you went to college then came back yeah. here because of a kid. Oh, Did you go. start working for someone else then I after did, college? I did. I worked for someone else for about a year and a half. Um, I took, I took a second off to, um, just kind of stay at home with my son. It was a really special time that I was able to do that. I took like a year off. Um, I would like never do that again, but I'm so proud of the time that I had with him. And, and I was young, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what, who knows what you're supposed to do when you're 19, you know, the world tells you what to do. Like you should know, but you don't. Um, so I started working behind a chair in a larger salon and it met a lot of like really cool people. And what salon I, was that? Um, it's not even around anymore. Um, but it was called trends Trends back in the day. Okay. Oh, excuse you. Hey, by, by all means, no <laughs> one is burping here. Okay. I did not We're just drinking leave the beer. microphone to burp. I wouldn't do that. Way too classy. You're way <laughs> right. too, way too classy for that. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> So when I was working at the salon, um, I felt like it was time, like my time to move on. And that's really typical for a stylist mm-hmm. to move to many different salons um, in our industry. And there was just not really a salon at the time that I felt like that was my vibe or that I wanted to just go there and like breathe my work every day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, what? I guess I could start my own. So can I go back for a second, yes, though? Yes, please um, do. To growing up, did you have like a influence in cosmetology? I did. I did. I I have to give props to the District 544 school or the school District 544. Um, So in eighth grade, we had facts class, which um, we called home ec back then, but it's facts now, family and consumer science. And they had just kind of like a little study. And they also helped us do um, take a girl to work day back in the nineties. And I was able to shadow a hairstylist and I'm like, wow, this is really cool. This is great. And then making it a project in 
eighth grade facts class, I really understood like, okay, this isn't just something for a girl that like, I like to do makeup. I like to do my hair. I like to paint my fingernails. There is a need for people with that talent in the workforce. Right. And that really helped me. And then again, in 11th grade, we had careers class and they made us test a little bit more intensely on where we would excel in the workforce. And I, my highest scores were anchor woman. And, but just kidding, I'm sitting here in front of a microphone. I'm like, I can't do this every day. No, 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 no. It gets easier. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that. I truly do. I feel bad for the, I feel, I really do feel bad for the people who only get a chance to do this one time because my first few episodes, I was so nervous. And and now it's like just so easy. Just easy uh-huh. talking to people. Once you realize you're just having a conversation. That's so. true. I'm ready to come back. Like my nerves. I'm gonna have drink a drink. This. Have a drink. Here we go. I've been I've been letting you talk too much, and I haven't really given you an opportunity to drink. So by all you're means, like, by I'm all means, have a sip. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you did you have like a family that did? What your What your parents do? Yeah, my my up? entire family is actually from this area. Both sides of my family, my mother's, or you know maternal and paternal side, they were farmers. And that was another huge reason that I wanted to come back. Like I feel a a closeness to the land. Like I grew up watching both sides of my family live on it and till it and love it. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I didn't think so when I was younger, but I pre I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so then you're, you said you started working for trends salon. Yeah. Did you bounce around to a few different salons b- no, before you started? No, or you're just I like, was, you know what, this is, I should just do this. I was 22. You're full okay. of piss and vinegar yep. and you are brave and you are ready to conquer the world. And I'm like, I'm just going to open up a salon. And when I decided I was going to, I, you know, it was, it was really difficult to actually obtain a loan from a finance, financial institution being, young, unwed, uh, a single mom and not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Just let it out. <laughs> Just be the community of Fergus Falls listening to us burp. <laughs> but, um, they didn't want to, yeah. Obtaining a loan was really hard. And there's a lot of, cause a lot of what they want to look at the competition too. Right. And there's a lot of salons in town. Right. And back in 2008, we didn't have these great places like greater Fergus falls to mm. help you and guide you and to mentor you right. on what to do. Right. But I was able to obtain a loan and I started hotheads. Well, Seven Fifteen hotheads is okay. our full name. And after opening up the business, after about like 120 seconds, I was like, oh, I guess size does not truly determine success because I wanted like a big salon and I wanted to pump out things. And Can I stop like, you a second? Yes. Let's go 715, 715 Hotheads. We call it 715 Hotheads. 715 Hotheads. Yes. Yeah. So, it's a really interesting name. Why? Okay. So in 2008, when the average customer, client, guest, whatever you want to call it, would try to find a salon, we didn't have Google or not everyone had a smartphone or a laptop right in front of them. So we turned to the yellow pages. So businesses that had numbers before their name were at the top of the list. And I'm like, okay, let's do that. So any person that used me, I'm I'm dating myself right now. I sound like a dinosaur. So yellow pages, yellow yellow pages, pages, they were they were dead before 2008, weren't they? They were so dead. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think I still have to pay for texting. You might be right. I don't know. Yeah. Were you born in 08? I graduated in 2008. (laughs) (laughs) I'm totally kidding, by the way. Um. So you went with that. That's a good explanation though. Yes. And 715 was our original address. And okay. I knew that our first salon would not be our forever salon, but it was like the Genesis. Where was that first salon? It was right next to Olson's funeral home on Pebble Lake Road. Okay. Yeah. Which is no longer there okay. because Olson's expanded and that encouraged me to find a second location. Okay. What do you think of the shore lunch? I love this. This is light, a perfect beer to lemonade, like a boat beer, a boat beer or a a pool beer. beer. (laughs) I like my pools too, but yeah, hop on a pontoon and drink this beer. Like as soon as the ice is off the lake. I love it. Life changing. I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just sipping on it right now. I'm doing some samples, but 
we got to, I think we need to get into this, uh, this, uh, this is another sour. We got a couple sours. Fine. Listen to this. And this one is brewed for um, International Women's Day and inspired by the Women's Royal Naval Service. The Wrens blew a raspberry to the axis during the God, I'm butchering that. Uh, the Wrens blew a raspberry to the axis during World War II and changed history. So this is called Raspberry Wren. I could oh. probably have learned more about that history, but um, it's, it's a sour ale, raspberry marshmallow sour ale. So. They always have the best <laughs> sours. I feel like always have the best names. Yeah, the most creative names. I feel like if the blueberry mu- if there's any if there's anywhere the quality of the blueberry muffin, we're in for a treat here. A big treat. So. Um, Talk a little bit about that location and then the transitions through your locations. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I moved into our first location, I decided, and after the construction was final, I'm like, well, this is not the business model that I want because I, again, thought success was only determined by size. Kind of like that. Oh. I mean, now I kind of live by that Mark Twain. Co- oh, drink the beer. Drink the beer. beer. Try the beer. Try the, oh, marshmallows. Mm. It smells. <laughs> you can smell the marshmallow in it. That's good. Oh, sweet. absolutely. Super sweet. Not too sour. No, it's not. Not too sour. Not Sorry to interrupt. I, I just interrupt because I wanted you to experience. I tried it and then it was so good. And again, after a couple of more sips, you really dive into like the flavors mm. of the beer instead of it yeah. just giving your tongue a couple of zaps. I like it. I do too. It's yeah. great. So you moved over then from the, <laughs> um, when did you move in? How many locations okay, did so you have total? We've, we're just in our second two? location. Okay. Yes. So, um, oh, I was talking about Mark Twain. So he has this great quote that I kind of like model after right now. It is not the size of the dog in the fight, but the size of the fight in the dog. And that's kind of how I feel because we are a small salon. Like I changed how I wanted to do things. And if anyone knows me, they know like I have a little bit of a little bit of a fight in me. Yeah. So we are now. That's what I've heard. That's what they say. They're not lying. You, I Nobody's don't feel lying it. I feel like that. you just are so sweet. <laughs> You're just so nice here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, just like, you know, an extreme passion so for like everything. How many, we'll get into like uh, <laughs> staff and all that a little totally, bit more, yeah. but um, just when you say small, like what does that mean? So we are operating on a two style of staff right now. Just you and, and one other? Me and one other person. Wow. And there is only, the salon is designed for only one other individual because wow. that is kind of what we want. We have more of like an intimate feeling and experience at our Hmm. salon and any woman can tell you like when when we get our hair done we are not looking our best you're leaving looking your best but at the time you have your hair piled on top of your head you're wearing a cape cape that cuts you off at the throat um your hair is sometimes soaking wet and it's it's not a place where you want to run into your pastor's wife and have a conversation for forever like we hmm. have modeled the salon so it is private, it's open, it's flowy, but we have that privacy element that hmm. keeps everyone feeling very comfortable. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Was that your initial set over in the old building? Was there more chairs over there? Yeah, it was originally designed for six. And you had, did you have more people working for you? I had, yeah, I used to have more people working. Okay. But I think the most, I mean, to be completely organic, I think most small business owners would agree with me. The most difficult part of running a small business is managing employees. Yeah. It's just a real thing. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not easy. We not, not everyone necessarily has training to manage people and working with another human being is difficult. Yeah. And now you are expected to manage them. So there's a lot of trial and error that comes with that and a lot of, grace and mistakes Mm -hmm. and forgiveness. Yeah. So I want to touch on, we'll get into more of the business background and all that, but I want to touch on the location background. 
because you guys are in a historic building. We are in a great building. Um, I also live in a historic home too. So like that's okay. kind of the feeling lately. Yeah. So um, I'll give you, I'll talk a little bit and give you a chance to drink. Oh, to drink because it. it's fun. It's really fun to feel a lot better. You feel a lot better when you drink, when you yeah, drink the beer. I'm like just, 25% it's nervous now. We're okay. <laughs> so the river Inn was built in 1929 and it was the third of three. I don't know what the, what the other ones were, but the hotel cadets was one of them, but it was the first of three, like first class hotels that were built down in our central business district. So that was completed. That project was completed in 1929 and it was built, um, by an architect. It was Vernon a Wright, who was also the co-founder of Autotail power company. He was the architect and designer and he owned that building until he passed away like 10 or so years later. But, um, it actually replaced the hotel cadets or cadets as the city's premier hotel. And it also ensured that the federal courthouse that was located across the street did not re relocate to Detroit lakes in the 19 in the late 1920s. So there was this move. So I don't know if anyone knows this, but the federal courthouse that's located downtown across the street from you guys, that's a district court building. So they have, uh, judges, lawyers, jurors from all over the state of Minnesota that come. I want to say there's like 10 or 12. I could be completely wrong about that, but like we're one of a handful of these um, district courts. So people from all over the state come to our court building to um, talk about laws and cases and all that stuff. And it Very was cool. basically saved because it, there was a proposal to move it to Detroit lakes in like 1930. And I actually think that that the construction of the river in, if it actually saved the courthouse, that was probably a huge reason why the interstate ended up coming through Fergus Falls too. Because if you listen to the Dairyland episode, Pat Conley talks about how the interstate came through in like the mid uh, 1900s or whatever. So I would assume that it would have been pretty easy for them to map out where they wanted this. And I would assume that the district court building uh -huh. had a lot to do with um, deciding which towns they were going to route the interstate through. So yes. I like to think of that, but um, that's my little bit of a fun fact. It was a, it operated as a hotel until 1977. Then it was converted to apartments and then it became registered as a national historic building in 1984. So I think what people live upstairs now, People live all over the building, actually. Yes. Okay. So there are, I believe, 32 apartments and five commercial options or locations in the building. Okay. And it it, it is a labyrinth. It is – the architecture in the inside is stunning. Mm -hmm. Most locals have some kind of tie to a river – to the river in. Like, my aunt used to live there or we used to go there as high schoolers. I mean – it is such a well-known place. And until, until I, I had a photo shoot there actually, um, in the early stages of the business to do a lot of marketing, we would have photo shoots and include other businesses in town. And it was a really cool thing, but yeah. I had never been in the river and, and I walked in there as a, you know, 25 year old. And I'm like, what is this gem yeah. and what is this view? And why are more people not talking about this? So you're located, you go in the river in main doors yes. and then you walk down the hall a little ways. There's uh -huh. a very colorfully decorated door to there your you right are. and you go down Hot the pink. stairs and then you got a little, it yeah. is very, um, you have to know where you're going. You kind do the, of. the first time you do. a new client walks into the salon, like we are very clear about where to go and then it's second nature, Right. but it, so we're on like ground level. So we are downstairs from mill street on let's call it the river level that sounds okay. better okay yeah. so i gotta ask because I, I i don't know where i stumbled across this maybe it was uh emily who told me this yeah but um there's a lot of uh we'll just say there's a lot of you guys there's a lot of attitudes there's a lot of like there's a lot of, there's gotta be, I mean, I assume there's gotta be tons of conflict between all you hairstylists, right? In town? Yeah. Or no, is, no, not really. Not really. Okay. Um, I feel like in, I shouldn't even really speak for that, but I think in the olden days. <laughs> we don't have to get into it. No, too, we can I'm totally glad that you said there wasn't. Let's be real and raw. <laughs> um, 
We actually have like a really good relationship. But no, what I, with- that's not what Emily said, by the way. Emily didn't say that there was conflict. <laughs> what Emily said, <laughs> this is this is this is where I was getting with this. You guys were you guys were voted best salon in Ontario County. We were, yeah. So, so I wanted to bring that up, and I don't yeah. mean to like take away from anyone else, but no, I'm interested in I'm interested in that process. You got were voted best salon, and mm-hmm. then um, one of your artists was was also awarded voted best hairstylist. That. Yes, so Aaron Easton. I'm interested in that, and I think that other people in the community, other hairstylists, might be interested in that too. Yeah. What that competition's all well, about? Well, it's and, it's actually voted on by the community, the Daily Journal. Um, I believe they've been doing it for three years. I might stand corrected at a later date. Um, and we've won it two out of the three years, best salon. But the community votes on, there's so many different categories. I mean, endless amounts of categories. Who puts that on? The Daily Journal. Okay, gotcha. Yes, okay. and then they host the event. Okay. And we don't know until the awards banquet who wins what. Okay, interesting. So talk to me about... um since we're on the topic, key employees, talk to me about Erin. She's your only employee? Erin is, yeah, my only employee. She is now the salon manager. Um, she started, okay, pause for a second. Pause. I want to check out. Well, I want to make sure I'm I'll done. fill here. I'll fill in here. We've got, I'm, I'm you, you look that up here. I'm going to look okay. up another beer here. I think we've got, I'm debating if I want more of one of these sours or if I want to get into my- I think my, you should open up a different one. I think I'm going to open up a different one. I'm going to go back to Outstate here and I'm going to crack open my favorite. I can say it with like, with confidence because I've drank this one enough time. It isn't my favorite beer in town. So I got the Backroad Hazy. There's not very many cans <laughs> of these uh, hazy Backroad Hazies. It seemed like they sell very, very fast. There might be some oh, at the liquor cool. store right now. I know that they're, they're out- of uh, kegs at, at Outstate. Maybe they'll have some on by the time you guys hear this. Hopefully they'll have some back right. by the time you guys hear this. But uh, And then I get to brag about Aaron for a little bit. And then you get bit. to brag about Aaron. But <laughs> this Backroad Hazy here is a tropical, juicy, smooth beer described. And uh, it's really good. It's, I want to say, yeah, six and a half percent, super easy drinking. Uh, we have a lot of yeah. summer vibes going yeah. on in this. We are getting, I feel like we're, I mean, we're getting into a, an IPAs now. So we're getting into a little bit, a little bit. I like to call them better, oh, but also these like sours, IPAs. these sours are like really a treat. Like have, that, that's like an unbelievable treat. Yes. Those two sours that we just had so far. I have so. never been to a brewery and ordered a sour. And I think the next time I go, I'm going to be a big girl and order a sour. They were absolutely delightful. You've had this back road before? I don't think so. Give this one a try. I like this one. It's a beer. It's not a, you know, we're drinking beer now. <laughs> oh, this is good. Yeah. Yeah, you can certainly tell. Like, it's IPA. It has more hops. It's heavier. But the coloring is gorgeous. A beautiful beer. Yeah. Yep. All we right. should d- explain it. It's it's like a, a like a golden yellow, yellow? like yeah. a golden yellow, yeah. but a hazy yellow. It's a hazy. Wow. I think that's why it's a hazy. Hence the name. Hence the name. Hence the name. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about Erin. Okay. So I met Erin when she was obtaining her AA at M State and she caught wind of a demonstration that I was doing at the previous salon that I worked at before I opened up Hotheads. And I literally waxed my underarms in front of the student body in Legacy Hall. Ouch. Yeah. I mean, just- How much do they have to pay you for that? That nobody paid me a Oh dime. my gosh. <laughs> but it got people talking and it was a service that I offered. Oh my gosh. And I wanted to show people- People like, want that? People people yeah. want that? So, like yeah. that people will pay you to do that we to do them? We do a lot of body waxing at oh, Hot Heads. Man. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. Because it, it, it ruins the nucleus that creates the hair. So this is how you follicle. met this is how you met Aaron. Well Aaron missed Aaron missed the demonstration. We okay. were also doing some fun hair <laughs> extensions and she's like, Well, what the heck? So she made an appointment with me and then she became a client. <laughs> okay. And then she became a client before I even opened up Hot Heads and then while she was still pursuing her AA, she had a paper to write about what she wanted to do after she was done at M State. Right. Back then, I think I call. I think they called it MSCTC. Probably. I don't know. That it, makes yeah. Sense. 
So it's, it's a second ago. Minnesota State Community and Technical College. Oh, there you go. Meet your future. That was the jingle You've back then. You've heard it before. Yeah, they were trying to yeah. get me. I was part of that era. They were trying <laughs> to get me. And they were. I, I remember the jingle because they were trying to get me. <laughs> it was a catchy jingle. Um, a cheerleader's nightmare. Yeah, you were a cheerleader? No. No? In my dreams, probably. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Erin had a paper to write about what kind of industry she wanted to go into. So she hits me up, and I am in like the 11th hour of getting the salon ready. I am physically on the floor painting it, opening up the salon, I think, within days. And she interviewed me, already knowing probably more than likely what industry that she wanted to go into. But 13 months later, then she graduated with her cosmetology license. And a handful of months later, she started working at Hotheads behind the chair. And our clients have like known Erin for many years. She's been at Hotheads for many years now and have seen her grow. And like you said, she just won the best stylist of Ottertail County. That was beautiful. And Erin really has a knack for staying in touch with new upcoming trends. She's fantastic with social media. Um, she grows so eloquently in our ever-changing industry. And she also has the town's favorite English bulldog, Mabel. Oh. Yeah, okay. you'll see them walking around downtown. Okay. <laughs> She's a sweetie and awesome. kind of a small celebrity. So let's, Aaron is your only employee. Yeah. Then, and yeah. I notice here, and I'm just going to ask about it because because you mentioned that you're not really looking to hire. No, anyone. not really. Not really. So Hotheads, we are... We are full-time, five days a week, hairstylists working, you know, 40-plus hours a week. So if if someone – it would take a really special girl, I think, to come in and step up to the level that we expect. There are many amazing hairstylists, but we are really looking for someone that, like, eats, breathes, dies – hair dies for this industry and it's just running through their veins and Mm. that will be their primary focus. Mm. I'll get it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Talk to me a little bit about your products and services. Oh, okay. Let's get into the history. I didn't do any research. And you don't have to. Usually I do some, usually me and my assistant dig into like, but, but obviously people have been cutting each other's hair out of necessity since forever. Mm. Right. We have in our salon the a hair dryer from the first salon ever in Fergus Falls. Really, it does okay. not work, and okay. I've never tried to make it work. But it's a it's a great decoration. <laughs> huh. Okay. So, um, new services that we're offering. So right now we're finding that like many females have experienced severe hair loss post COVID. Um, or coming into contact with the coronavirus. Shit. It's it's Dang. it's a thing. I Dang. mean, it is, it is an absolutely devastating that's thing. A conspiracy. That's a conspiracy. That's a conspiracy episode for my other podcast that I'm starting, I think. Okay, and then I'll come to that <laughs> and we'll try we'll drink some wine on that one. We'll hey, just hit up drinker, everything. Huh? I want wine and I don't mind so, wine or beer. So <laughs> you, you mentioned future. I don't want to cut off your future that's products. Okay. But because there's time for that. Yeah. But you know about like um, the growth and the history. Did you learn about that in cosmetology school? They teach you about the growth of the industry throughout the United States at all or throughout the world at all? I would say they t- we focus more on like the genesis of the industry through through the Egyptians, like back in time. Yeah, so like, that's what I want to know. In America, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing things. The Egyptians knew what they were doing. I mean, obviously, but- um, focusing on, I guess I never had any classes on focusing in like modern America, how it's right. grown in our nation, but right. that would be amazing to learn. Yeah. Beauty salons weren't really a thing until the early 1900s, because as you said before, females were doing each other's hair in the home. Barber shops were a thing. And most of our viewers, I'm sure, know how that originally got started, why we have the barber stripes on no, the walls. No, I don't. I don't. Okay, so they are they were originally um blood letters. So they would um 1700s, they would slice open Jeez. an important artery or vein and Jeez. yeah, let go of the blood. 
And back then, before obviously modern medicine, they thought that that would like rid the body of any ailments or illnesses that they were having. Oh, they did some crazy stuff. They did. Back in the day. Yes. And then throughout the ages, finding that, just kidding, that doesn't help you get rid of, let's say, diabetes, they moved on to doing hair beard trims for men. So men have been technically in the salon a lot longer than women. Even though barbering and cosmetology Whoa. is very different. So the original barber shop was bleeding, Blood letters. Yes. bleeding out people uh-huh. of diseases. Yes. That's crazy. I mean, they would even do it for simple things like <laughs> headaches or depression. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's wild. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I can confirm I'm, I'm, this is the, I think this is the first episode that I've done since the episode one that has involved alcohol because episode one, Sam and I were drinking uh, Pendleton sevens. Sam Norman. Sam Norman. Well, yeah, we were, drink- we were drinking Pendleton sevens and it was great, you know. But now here I am drinking these beers and I realize I got we got to keep the conversation. Okay, going, you know? we have to do a shout out really quick to his wife Abby. She does fantastic brow tattooing and microblading. Absolutely, I refer all of my clients to awesome. her. Really impressed with her work. Awesome. Yeah, Abby's Abby's great. I'm a uh, I was, uh, <clears throat> I was just, I just got a haircut today, actually. <laughs> I got a haircut yeah. over that. I got a haircut over the attitudes from Callie They're today. They're great. Callie's and very nice. So the, yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, and it was, we love was, Livy, was, yeah. the owner. Yeah. I really want to get Livy on here. That's like, uh, I've mentioned, I've talked to her. I've been bugging her about it, but everyone's so busy, you know, everybody's yes. busy, but I want to hear, I, I think that it's safe to say you're the first hair hairstylist I've had on here. You will not be. We the are last. the first. Salon. You're the first. You won't. Okay. You won't be the last. Well, There's we a lot of them here. All the other <laughs> salon owners coming so, on for sure. Um, are we ready for another beer? I think I yeah, could let's be. Do it. I think I could be. Let's I think I'm it. gonna. I think I'm gonna look into another beer, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna prompt you with a question here. I'm gonna want you get you back on topic. Talk, talking about I want products. The services, yeah, that products. we're now offering. Okay. Yeah, products. And if you want to mention any more historical facts, I love those. But if you oh, if you don't yeah, ha- if you have absolutely. more if you have more, let them out. But otherwise, well, go into your products. We can talk about like the present day issue that we're seeing with a lot of women that have had COVID is this hair loss, and it's. It's happening when stressors created from having COVID shock your body and increase the shedding of the hair. Intelligent, intelligent is a phase of the hair, also known as the resting phase of the growth cycle of the hair. So we have three different cycles and this is affecting one of the cycles. And although losing your hair is not a life-threatening illness, physical appearance for especially women is very important for their Mm. mental health. And it's what my industry is based on. Um, severe hair loss post COVID is not necessarily tied into how intense your COVID symptoms were. So people that were coming into COVID unknowingly, um, perhaps they were vaccinated and didn't have any symptoms or asymptomatic will have a lot of issues with hair loss too. And everyone's like, what is going on? This is, you know, really hurting my heart. What do we do? So 715 Hotheads, we've offered extensions in the past, hair extensions, but we've now partnered with a company called Perfect Tress, which is a fantastic company. They're one of the top companies for hair extensions in the okay. nation, like a pure leader. And So hair extensions is a big service now. Hair extensions is huge. I mean, it's coming back again. And a lot of times when we think about hair extensions, we think about playboy bunnies with hair very long down to their bums and fake, may I say, trashy looking hair. And that's not necessarily the case with hair extensions. Like, yes, of course you can gain length with hair extensions, but a lot of women are needing them for volume or thickness or fuller hair too. So we've really been focusing on bringing that to the women in our community. So they have better self-esteem. That is I want to look into this. You sparked me to look into, um, I don't want to get flagged talking too much about the COVID. Yeah. We'll get our episode flagged or something for misinformation or something. (laughs) But but no, I'm interested in the relation to 
receding hairlines and coronavirus. That stuff so is very interesting so to me. So receding hairlines <laughs> might be a little different with COVID, but... We're going to get into this here. Uh, this Cabin Sunrise is our next beer on the dock here. What a it beautiful is, name. I know. And listen to this. It's a we- This is from Fergus Brewing, uh, Cabin Sunrise, a wheat ale with orange peel. It looks like uh, we're 4.7% here. Alcohol. So Fun. we're going to get this wheat, this wheat ale, orange peel. All right. I'm excited for that. So absolutely. This is fun. This is, this is fun. Actually, this anyway, is, a, I, I want to do this more often. Get I more beer on the podcast. Yeah. That everyone does this. <laughs> book it at, book it at night and you'll yeah. get a beer. You'll get a beer sponsorship instead of a coffee sponsorship. If you drink coffee, book your episodes in the morning. If you drink beer, book them at night. Yeah. That's the way to do it. We're just it. being trendsetters over here. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, let's look at a little bit more of those products and services. Talk about besides hair extensions, obviously haircuts. Uh, what else? Girls color their hair a lot. Yes. Girls love they love trimming their eyebrows. Girls love mm-hmm. being pretty in all aspects. Mm-hmm. So talk about that. Um, so this is actually, you're speaking of trimming eyebrows. This is the first time that we've released to the public and our clients, but we are adding onto our service menu. We are now going to offer in the very near future, brow lamination, lash lifts and lash tints. In addition to what we are already offering as eyelash extensions and brow tints. So brow lamination is pretty cool. It will give your eyebrows mega shine and a thicker appearance. Like you can see on Instagram, these girls are kind of wearing their eyebrows. Are your high. eyebrows natural? My eyebrows have not been laminated yet, but they have been tattooed by Abby at the beer beer <laughs> The beer hive. <laughs> we are in the beer hive right now. <laughs> so you've 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 been up in Abby's room. I have okay. been in her new location, oh, but you I've been in her building. other okay. yes, her okay. other places. Gotcha. Two or three times. Yeah. So you guys do trimming and then when people don't have the volume, you push them over here. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And and because of the smile lamination that we're now offering at Hotheads, it can like fill gaps. It can add definition to sparse brows. It's a step-by-step treatment that will straighten the hair of the eyebrows. It's really versatile. And we're going to be seeing a lot of women in our community in the next months to come as we've already been seeing it on social media. Okay. Yes. That along with lash lifts, which... They allow you to pretty much throw away your eyelash curler, okay. which which I know you're a boy. I've but never curled. Girls, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, we have really straight eyelashes. And <laughs> this service really grants a lower maintenance makeup routine. The client is left with fuller, longer looking lashes that will last for weeks with many different levels of curl patterns to choose from. So lower maintenance than eyelash extensions if you want to rock your natural look. Like right now I'm wearing eyelash extensions Okay. and have four consecutively. I've worn them for like eight years. So you would say like uh, the clients you deal with in general, mm-hmm. like are coming in for beauty work rather than a haircut. I would say that our main services that we offer, we offer such a plethora, but the majority would be colors extensions, eyelash servicing, body waxes. Okay. Yes. We certainly offer haircuts because a haircut color combination is really essential. Both of them are pretty tied together. You can't have like a great haircut without having like a tailored um, custom color. Okay. For a female. Oh, okay. Guys can be a little different, but. So, so you have to like change, you think you have to change the hair color? You think it's necessary? For optimal results, changing the hair color is recommended. Okay. Yes. For optimal results. So like, yes. I'm interested in this now. I got to dig into this conversation. Now let's talk about uh, what features, and you're looking at what, eyes? <laughs> yes. Uh, eye color, skin, skin undertone. compilation, all of that. Huh? I'm, I'm a little impressed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Facial features, hair texture, natural hair color, desired hair texture. There's so many things that go into play when, um, when choosing a custom color. 
Okay. Yeah. What's your natural hair color? My natural hair color is not gray at all. I don't even know why you'd why you think that. Gray? Yeah. No, I have, what? I have gray hair. Oh, I don't hair, see so any gray hairs in there. <laughs> because, because we do good work. But yeah, I, right. my mother's father was actually completely white when she was 19. Okay. So, and that does play, genetics do play a part in how fast we gray. Okay. And loose hair too. You were talking about a receding hairline before. There's a myth that it comes from um, the mother's paternal side, but now um, new D or new studies have shown that the DNA from both your mother and father um, cause a receding hairline or male pattern baldness. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I feel like um, I was lucky. My mom, so it was my grandpa. Is that right? Like so if my old, grandpa had a full head of hair, old science thought that if your mom's father yeah. had a full head of hair, that you would be fine. But now yep. they're finding it's, it's, it's both. false. Yep. It's uh, everything. Well, that's what the lie I was told was that grandpa Bill had me taken care of, but what well, it is, what it is. I feel all right. I got my hair now. And the so. viewers cannot see his hair, but he does have a full head of hair. I, I do. As of, that I would as call of 2023, a little red, a little red, a little red. Am I a redhead? It's certainly what? dark, no, I am golden not. blonde with a hint. You'll have to ask the other hairstylist. What do you? What's the? Uh, what's the consensus on the cabin this sunrise? This is fantastic. It's this easy. is lighter than the previous one we we had. Yeah. I would say certainly. Well, it's lighter than the back road. Actually, it's it's really good. Oh, it's absolutely. really good. It's yeah. easy drinking. I. I'm trying to think. This is a little bit. I think it's a little bit lighter alcohol than the. Is this a four point seven? Perhaps this is a four seven. Okay. And the the back road's a six five. Oh yeah. So obviously we're we're that is different. And we haven't got into the IPAs outside of the back road. We have the Kraken and the Edge Catcher left. Those are the those are the IPAs, like the heavier IPAs. So those one, what we have left is bound to hit us. As we get out of here, you know, but this is, this is good. I'll, I'll we are having more. a blast. And there's we hope more our of, listeners are loving this too. And we're going to get through all these. There's more of all of these. Oh, fine. so you can, you can take a second episode. That's right. Um, do you want to talk? So you said eyebrows, filling, whatever. Uh-huh, yeah, uh, do brow you wanna, lamination. Can you talk about that more or, or other future outlooks, future products, services absolutely, that you're looking to get absolutely. into? Absolutely. We can talk about the promotions that we have right now. We're going to hop on and kind of give like some high fives to other downtown businesses. Um, so my salon, 715 Hotheads, is participating in the downtown Riverfront Passport Program. Okay. Uh, very cool. Um, our salon is offering the largest discount of anyone on the program list. A whopping fifty percent off hair extensions. So fifty, Ooh. like five zero, five zero, fifty percent. Yeah, that's Which half is off. Huge. Um, it's huge. That's you have to get that, and you can get those at Greater Fergus Falls. There's a few different locations yes. you can pick up those passports. The Foundry, Creative Handmade Goods, and Fergus Brewing. Okay, mm-hmm. and there I should really get one of those, and then I should be probably be pushing all those businesses. The savings out. that yep. you can accrue they're monumental they truly are yeah. and they're good for a year from april okay all right so lauren just so you know we're we're getting we're getting through our show sheet here but we're we're not quite through our beers so we got to get these ipas um this is the edge catcher have you had this one? Oh yeah absolutely oh, yeah. so we're looking Anybody at that wants to have a good time has an edge catcher <laughs> we didn't know that we're looking at uh we're looking at an eight two eight point two percent beer got here it. we got a it's a double ipa we're calling it a minnesota hazy it's a uh it's juicy citrus pine it's delicious this is um this is a good one if you if you're looking to like like uh, if you're drinking beer, I think the point is to get a buzz. Correct. I mean, I don't know right. exactly how that works. We're not drinking Heineken <laughs> zeros right now. So if you want to have a good time, drink, get yourself an edge catcher. So we'll, we'll pour these out here. Um, and then you can talk more about events. And listen to how much more fun we're going to become yeah. after you, this. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. We, this is when you're going to get the best. We'll get the best business advice the once, we have, once we have the edge catchers. I afloat. do have some great advice actually up my sleeve. I, I bet you do. <laughs> so um, talk about your 
if you can, I see you kind of trying to find some notes there, but do you have a, like outside of the um, greater Fergus falls um, passport? Do you have other events? Yeah. Like so, specific events for absolutely. you? Absolutely. So as many of our listeners know, Hotheads is really active in the community and we've been active since I opened the doors in 08. So almost 15 years, we are everywhere we can be, which is part of, I think, I truly think what made the business so successful in the beginning. Um, really listening to Lisa Workman and participating in chamber events in the beginning, it it opened people's eyes. And I grew up in like rural Minnesota in a 4-H. So like giving back to the community was just, it's just like what you did. It's not like you should do this because it's good. Like you do this because it's expected of you. Like it's just what you do to help your neighbors. So the new upcoming event that we have, um, we've teamed up, Hotheads has teamed up with Chorus Closet, a downtown business for the second time to put on our second clothing swap. We were inspired with like a couple of events hosted by a smaller number of women around town. And we wanted to offer a larger space with larger inventory. So clothing swaps are really cool. They're a free event. It's a social event, essentially an open invite to our customers, clients, and friends to gather around or to gather your good quality clothes that have been hanging in your closet for too long. And you know it, like we all have those clothes that we never wear and to bring them to our exchange to essentially donate. And it's a perfect way to upcycle while giving back. It's kind of the definition of like sustainable consumption. And our first event that we had back in January, I was absolutely floored at the amount of clothing that we had and the amount of women that I had never met before that all live in Fergus Falls. Hmm. So it's it's great for camaraderie. The clothes that are not taken home that evening are then again sold or donated to a charity. The, the money is raised to give to a charity of our choice that we decide that night. So gotcha. it's just, it is good all around. This is happening Friday, like May 12th at Cora's Closet Friday, at 5.30 May 12th. p.m. Okay, awesome. It's Mother's cool. Day weekend. Cool, awesome. I just took I just took a big swig of this edge catcher, I gotta say. Um, it tastes... It tastes extra catchy when you drink it after all of these super, I would consider just like easy drinking beers. What is the alcohol content on this? 8.2. It doesn't taste like an 8.2. It doesn't taste like an 8.2. It goes down really smooth. But it definitely tastes like there's more to it than anything we've drank in this bucket so far. (laughs) Definitely. The composition of it is very eloquent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you've got the, uh, passport Fergus falls passport deal. Yes. You've got this clothing, this upcoming event, Mm -hmm. May 12th. We want people to come bring, bring everything. Yeah. Leave with everything, leave with nothing, surprise us, whatever you want to do. Um, do you have anything else that you want to talk about for current operations, history, personal background? I think that I think that we covered it pretty well. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well then, this is a this is going to be a fun one then. We we still have another beer to drink. Oh but yeah, but we've got a little bit more. We got a little more. We're going to talk about mistakes in business. Yes. That's going to be that's so. Gonna let's be get one. into it. Let's okay. get into. Let's get into biggest business mistakes. Okay. Let's hear about um, it. So I would say I've done at least 700. I business mean, mistakes? 700? Absolutely, absolutely. All right. I mean, Let's for, go. Those are, those are rookie numbers. For, Let's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One might be drinking beer on this podcast. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Good. This is fantastic. This is and our clients are going to love to listen to this. Because I think that uh, this is the point of what I wanted in all of this was to create transparency as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want the people who listen to this show to come out of it and say, wow, I got to see a a human side of a business owner. Absolutely. And I, and and I got to see them with their guard down a little bit Uh and and talk about, and just like, um, too often business owners run ads or run 30 seconds or 15 seconds on the radio or put on a show or put on a face for, Mm -hmm. A Facebook post or this or that. And it's like, this is real. 
This is yeah. a real format to talk uh-huh. to somebody. So uh-huh. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited and, and commend you for doing this. Oh, so thank you. I think that I think that your customers and also the whole community will oh, enjoy this conversation. Correct. Such so. a joke that I made too. <laughs> but, this is great. And I've been really looking forward to yeah. being here. Yeah, no, it's it's been a long time coming. I think we had yeah. two cancellations. I had you canceled once, I canceled once. Mm-hmm. So this third finally time, third time's a charm, charm is what they baby. say. Absolutely. So let's he- let's get into Okay, so like share one of those seven hundred. I would say or, or like a couple of them. One, I think talking about the bad times is really important right now because a lot of business owners want to be fluffy and not get like real and deep. But talking about the bad times as a business owner, I think is important right now for our listeners. Talking yeah. about that transparency. Yep. Um, the darkest time that many small business owners nationally faced was just a few short years ago um during covid i think that we're definitely getting flagged by the conspiracy theorists we're we're just just stating facts right now it's true you know covid really we had to acknowledge of the realness of what covid did to so many small businesses like restaurants salons everything that was deemed Mm non-essential Um, during the COVID-19 shutdown and contrary to popular belief, like even though a business is still up and running right now, we were not all saved by this magical PPP loan. Right. I mean, that was a numerical thing based off of it. It actually doesn't matter, but right. it small businesses did not get piles and piles of money no. and we're not no. bathing it in, in our swimming pools no. at all. Um, we had hundreds of individuals in this community without income for months. Yep. Like hundreds, and that's huge, and no one's talking about it still. Um, I think pretending that financial and emotional devastation did not happen to our neighbors is just silly. I think that the small business owners still need – and. Also, of course, everyone that was affected by COVID, but they still need more grace and empathy and sympathy because fiscal support was not always there. And even though right now it seems like our economy is like up and running and we're great and we don't hear about many things on the news right now, like it's still a real thing. We The ripples not, are still rippling. Absolutely. Like yep. with, with my business, we had to change our whole our whole distribution line and what we so, carry because companies reeling shut down. It in, reeling it into business mistake because you couldn't do anything about COVID. That's not a mistake you made. I mean, I don't want me to say like, so So reel that in. I want, I'm interested in where this is coming full yeah, circle with mistakes. Sure. Okay, so during, during that time, I personally. By the way, I went back to the blueberry. I went back to the blueberry oh muffin gosh, sour. Oh my gosh, what a great idea! Those, I went back to the blueberry. Those muffin. I finished my edge. I went back to the have sour. Been beautiful tonight. This blueberry muffin is actually might be the best sour I've ever tasted in my life because I've never been a really sour. Good. I've never been a sour guy. But so, maybe this summer yeah. you're going to be. I think I might be a sour guy. This I know. Summer, you know, so. you can make a really good cake with that beer. I have a great recipe <laughs> right? for beer and a oh, cake. Okay. Um, so the mistake that I yeah. personally made, and like we're gonna get so real right now, is like I could not get out of bed um for weeks, like not just a couple of days. I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't know how to function because as the business owner, which this is this is what this podcast is about, I did not receive workers comp like right. there was no or excuse me not workers comp it, unemployment. It, unemployment right that's yep. what we were talking yep. um i had to wait like eight and a half weeks to receive a penny right and i had just made some personal investments so i was a little cash low and i i truly did not know what i was going to do so i'm in this deep dark depression that no one no one still right now is talking about mm-hmm. and i want to say like it's okay to talk about how low we were during COVID. Like my purpose of course is my son and my business, but all of a sudden your children are not in school. They're driving you nuts. You have to be a teacher at home. And I'm like, I'm like, I cannot do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And also like, I don't know how I'm going to buy groceries. I had to go here. I am a, a veteran business owner at this time, 10 plus 
and I had to go on food stamps and it was such a low point in my life. But I'm like, what do I do? And I feel like the mistake, the big mistake I made was I I fell away from um, social media for the business side. We We weren't connecting with our clients because it was such a time of uncertainty. We didn't know what to do. And you, you know, in business, you'll always have advice from people that are like, do this and do this. And people that talk a lot, say the least, sell online, do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we were able to sell, sell our products and not open up the business, the doors of the business, I lost my unemployment. And then that was devastating again. So it was just this really dark ride on this Ferris wheel that I could barely function in. Mm -hmm. Very tough. So the mistake I made was um, I really wish I would have connected more with our clients and the community during that really dark time because so many other people were having a dark time and like that's okay to say. Yeah that you couldn't get out of bed mm-hmm. like Lauren Carlson for like a hundred yeah. weeks. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that just, um, persevering through shit, uh-huh. you're going to deal with stuff. You're yeah. going to deal with, you're going to yeah. deal with stuff as a business owner. I think that that's been a theme through a lot of the advice mistakes is, uh, you have to be willing to deal with the bad times as well as, uh, enjoy the good times. Yeah. So we got to keep it moving here because we're over an hour now and I want to, oh well, I got to wrap it up. I got to wrap yeah. it up here because you're going to be the longest one, but we also had beer. We did like a beer review. Yeah. Plus we're giving a, costs to So we're getting like a two episode. We're kind of getting two episodes in one. So there's uh-huh. excuses that this one gets to go over, <laughs> but I'm going to crack this. I'm going to crack this last beer. We've got the river Kraken IPA oh. from Fergus brewing. And then we'll get, we'll let you get into a little bit of a uh, best business advice. Okay, That's a lot more fun than mistakes. Ending isn't it with it? a sweet note. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So the best business advice that I have is like understanding, like truly understanding your authenticity 24 seven in your business. Like a lot of the times now we're hiring graphic artists or we're hiring social media people to control that. And for a small business, I think it is it pushes your boundaries to create your content for social media. That is what your customers see every single time they look at that black mirror that they have in their pocket, you know, aka your phone. Ooh. Um, I know, right? That's, That's what sci-fi. that means. Yeah. Is that what black, black mirror, mirror means? means? Have you seen? I've seen black mirror. I didn't know like it meant the phone. Not all Somebody of them. I've seen some of I them. I didn't know by myself. I didn't. That's that may that weirds me out. The phone is black mirror. I don't like well, that. Well, any electronic, I guess, like the TV <laughs> yeah. in the corner or laptops, they're okay. all black mirrors. Okay. Good show, by the way. So, so sorry. Let's get back into your advice here. Sorry. Okay. So my advice. <laughs> we do have to end owners. this at some point. <laughs> purchase a happy light. Okay. Purchase a happy light. Get a good therapist. A happy light? A happy light. Yep. They're like a great light that you can like plug it in your bathroom. They they trick the brain to create more serotonin and dopamine during the winter months to use it's it's artificial sunlight. Okay. Yeah, I'm it's into a pl- that. I mean, even if you're not a business owner, get a happy light. Okay. It, it's gonna change your life. You turn it on when you brush your teeth, shower makeup if you're yeah. a lady or doing I hair. have heard that the one of the keys to waking up and getting like a, a, a like the proper wake up in the morning is natural sunlight Absolutely. direct sunlight into uh-huh. your eyes right. as soon as possible when you wake up and we don't always have that in the winter time so they do make alarm clocks now that have happy happy, happy light is a brand by the way that it didn't pay me to endorse them not a sponsor no. yet yet yeah, <laughs> Um, another thing that's like the best business of it is like shop local, practice what you preach yep. and just don't pretend to shop local or post it like once a year on your Instagram, like really do this. So, and for the community too. So instead of like hauling your kids to another town to get school clothes, like back to school clothes, do not do it at Shields for the clothes and the shoes. Do it here at Dunham's in town. And buying groceries is not going to look like a monthly Costco trip with coolers in the back of your car. It's here in town shopping at Dutchman Organics, Walmart, yeah. Service Food, Aldi's. 
and nice dinners take place at Zen Steak and Seafood, Steel Wheels, Palmer's, etc. Not Red Lobster and the Olive Garden. Right. That kills me. I mean, people will travel so far to pour money into most likely than not geographically because yeah. where we live, another state. So your tax dollars aren't even benefiting Minnesota. Mm. So we can't really expect businesses to thrive and grow if we're spending our dollars in another place. And we right. certainly cannot expect new businesses in town mm-hmm. unless you continue to shop local mm-hmm. and support like all it. of us shop local. That's a reason why we're, that's a reason oh, why this show yes. exists. Absolutely. The show, this show, I literally created this series to um, shine light on the businesses that people don't know exists or aren't aware of the mm-hmm. stories of the owners behind them. Like, uh, if you're not willing to support the businesses here, right? You shouldn't I be honest? Get out of my town. Get out of my town. Get out of my town. I, I mean it. Yeah. It's not my town, but but like I mean it. Like I don't even know how long I'll live here or how long I'll be a part of that. But that goes to any community that you're a part of. If you live there, if you participate in that, support your local community Absolutely. first. Support them first. Support so. them. What do you think of this exactly. river cracking? You feeling it all? This is great. Are you feeling all these all at once now? Well, it's not my first beer I've ever had right. in my life, or this isn't my first. But first on a scale beers, of, um, like, let's go back to that ninety-five um, percent nervous. We're at the end of the episode now. Okay, we are down to a hot fifteen percent. You're still feeling yeah, like you sure. don't. You're not. Oh no, this is for the rest of my no, life. No, this, this is, is great. This is great. Yeah, this it's, is so. Good. I want to encourage other people. Like, if you're curious about it. Please do this. Yeah. It has been such a good experience. I'm so happy. I'm I'm confident that everyone will greatly enjoy this episode. Yeah. I I enjoyed doing this. I'm looking forward to everything else that comes out of this series. Mm -hmm. Um, I do just want to, I guess we're out of here. I think you guys, thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, I do want to give one more shout out to Fergus brewing. Outstate Brewing. Outstate, yeah. We're going to, f- we might finish up these beers. I'm definitely going to finish up some of these here. We're sipping down yes. the rest of these. But um, Swan Lake, get your kids signed up for agility training with Jake because he is, I think, the best strength and agility coach we have in this yeah. town. He's a brick. <laughs>